Welcome back to AG University, where today we are going to be talking about a fight Austin and I got in this weekend. (laughs) I'm going to be reenacting an argument that we had because I truly believe the whole reason that I have a platform and also my human design. I've told you guys this, my human design profile. I am a one three, which means I am the investigator martyr, which means I love to investigate things learn things. I'm the establisher of knowledge and truth. That's the actual label to my design. And the martyr piece means that I must act these things out, physically go through these experiences to learn them. So essentially, I love to research things, learn things, and then teach you guys. So what I'm saying is the reason Age University is a teaching platform is that I'm going to use all of my life experiences to teach you guys how to handle situations better than I did the first time around, to have a couple tools in your tool belt so that you can, you know, avoid the mistakes that I've made or learn from my situationships. And also, I would like to preface that Austin and I, if I were to describe our relationship in one word, I would say sweet. We have a very sweet relationship. We are very kind to each other. We're very respectful to each other. He is the greatest person that I've ever been with for so many reasons. I love him so much. And we don't really fight. I know that's annoying, but we really don't. It's rare for us to get into arguments, but we, (laughs) it's funny because we got into an argument I told you guys on the introduction to coach Austin, daddy, all the, all the things that the previous episode, if you guys missed that one, we were actually going through this fight like the day before. So it was like Saturday. We fought all day up until like literally 11 AM to 12 o'clock PM. And I'll tell you guys why. And then we got on the mic on Sunday because I told Austin, I was like, we put out a Q and a relationship advice on Instagram And then we got into this fight. I told him, I'm like, I don't know if I'm in the headspace to give relationship advice. And he was like, well, maybe, you know, maybe this is a good lesson for us. We should just still record, which was pretty bold. (laughs) We're like fresh out of a fight. We went into the podcast discussing the argument on the podcast. And I decided to reenact the fight for you guys solo because I realized I think if we went through the argument for a third time, that just simply is too much. Austin is very, we both are. We go through something, you live and you learn, and we are very much so forward momentum. So I'm doing this part solo because God bless him. He doesn't want to reenact an argument another time. It might might actually at this point turn into another argument if we retell the story. So anyways, I am sharing this because I realized I have a lot of helpful tools in navigating relationships, partnerships, and this can be platonic or romantic. So just in general, I feel like I've been in therapy for a year and a half now. Yeah. And it's given me such a vocabulary around navigating. So anyways, enough talking. I'm going to get into it. I have been traveling for a month. I left my home September 1st, 2nd, went to Arizona, Spain, Florida, a different part of Florida to see my family. Then we evacuated for the hurricane, which fortunately our house was safe, super fortunate. 
but I was in Nashville for 10 days. We had to evacuate and then I had to stay for work. So anyways, I had just gotten home. This was my first weekend back with Austin and we essentially had a little bit of a blip in communication. I had a lot of things planned for Saturday and I didn't really tell Austin because usually our weekends aren't super structured in plans. Our weeks are incredibly structured and planned because I, we both work from home. Zane's kind of in and out with us. I have a ton of responsibility with work right now. And Austin just started a new job. There's just always a lot of moving parts with us and I'm always traveling. So when I come home, our weekends are typically just time for us to spend together and to do things that we love. But this weekend was different because I had some stuff going on for work and that was unusual. I didn't really articulate it. I told Austin on like Thursday that I had some things going on. I had a big call with the CEO of a company on Monday and they want me to test the product this weekend. It's a software and it was a virtual class at noon on Saturday. I just told Austin this. I didn't tell him the time. Austin had some relatives coming into town on Saturday that needed some help with something. He just told me they were coming to town. We just didn't really get specific. So anyways, wake up Saturday morning. In my mind, I have this whole day planned. I love to plan my day. I love to time block. <laughs> I am a pretty rigid too with my schedule. I am learning to be a little bit more flexible. Austin is super flexible, super go with the flow. So someone called and was like, hey, we need your help. We're unloading some stuff. There's a, there was a U-Haul situation. That's besides the point. Austin was like, oh my gosh, absolutely. We'll be there. AG and I are coming. And I was like, hold up. Skirt. What? You didn't tell me this. I had a whole day planned. What are we doing? And I was slightly annoyed, but I was like, you know what? It's okay. I can shift this stuff. No worries. I'll, I'll whatever. But I didn't really articulate to him that I was doing that. So by the time we went to go help, and do what one errand turned into the whole day. Next thing I knew, it was four o'clock. We had to take Zane to a basketball game, and I just didn't get anything done that I needed to do, which was totally fine. That's just life. But I was so bothered that Austin just sort of willy-nilly signed me up for a couple of other tasks in that day without running it by me. I was bent out of shape, y'all. I did not talk to him. I was so annoyed with him. And it was like, I honestly was checking myself being like, I am really frustrated with him because I just feel like I have so many things that I need to do right now or that I could be doing. And Austin didn't even ask me, what's your schedule? You know, so I'm, I'm just, and you know, as time goes on, you just get more annoyed. And I am such a passive aggressive. I am such a passive aggressive queen. <laughs> like when something kind of frustrates me, I internalize it and then I just let it escalate, which there's really something to that because my love languages are quality time and physical touch. But when I'm ticked, I turn and I just shut down. I go silent. Don't touch me. Don't talk to me. And I've really been observing that. That's my kind of default when I'm angry. Like I said, we don't get in a ton of arguments. I could say probably on one hand the amount of big arguments that we've had. And I just, I do, I, I kind of shut down. And I know that y'all are like this, you're probably thinking this sounds small, but I just haven't had any time at home, really even time spent with him, time spent getting ahead or getting things done. And I had a whole day 
workday plan on Sunday. So you know that feeling when things get shifted and you're just all out of whack and then you go into the week and you feel behind. I'm just, I'm so tired of traveling, feeling behind all the things. It was just an escalation of feelings, right? So I'm, I'm annoyed at Austin. I'm kind of being a brat to him, like under our breath, because obviously we're with other people. I'm putting on a good face, but also I'm just being a turd <laughs> to him. And then he starts being a turd to me because he's like, I don't know why she's being a turd. Oh, it's just funny. It's funny how you start mirroring each other's behavior in a relationship. You're like, fine, I'm not going to talk to you. You're not going to talk to me. <laughs> we start acting like we're 12. But so we go, we get through the day. We put on a good face. Not to mention, I woke up, I had a crick in my neck. It was just all around, not a great day. So I told Austin at the end of the day, like five o'clock or six, maybe it was six after the game. I'm going to go get a massage. I'm going to remove myself from the situation because I had pretty much told him prior. We had a few, like 30 minutes alone. I was like, Austin, I'm really frustrated. You did not tell me we had all this stuff going on. I had a full day planned. We just had a major lapse in communication was what we realized. And he was like, Anna Grace, sometimes you tell me things or you drop little bits here and there. I need you to be really direct with me. I would not have made you go. I wouldn't have signed you up for this you have to be more direct with me. I cannot read your mind. That's typically the basis of a lot of our arguments. And I would say, I feel like a lot of partnerships, he's like, I need you to be so very specific with me. I said, okay. I felt like when you don't check in with me and you just make plans and kind of blow past me, that's you not respecting my time or energy or what I have going on, right? You just assume that I'll rearrange my schedule for you. So that was where we left it. We go on about our day. I leave. I go to the massage. I remove myself. I send him a text saying, I'm still mad. Slanty face. And he says, why? I said, I don't know. I hope this woman squishes it out of me. I go to this Thai massage place, you guys. This woman whoops my ass. I mean, she really beats me up in the best way. So we leave it at that. I, I'm in the massage and I'm, I'm running it through my filters. So this is where we're going to get into the part of how I handle arguments. Because I know this one sounds silly, small, whatever. It could be on any scale. I run it through these filters. First, I check in with myself. Where am I at? Am I tired? Am I stressed? Am I hungry? Am I hormonal? Where am I? Checkpoint before I act with Austin. The next thing I do, I will remove myself from the situation. I'm really, really good at getting to the place of how can I move into observation mode? How can I observe this from a less heated perspective? My go-to is writing a letter. I write a letter to Austin with everything that I want to say. I gather all of my thoughts because I'm trying to connect where this frustration is because often for me as a woman, I don't want to speak for all women, but there will typically be 10 or 12 micro tears or little things that have happened that I sweep under the rug. But on the 13th one, by golly, you better watch out because I'm going to snap or I'm going to blow up because it's it's right. This has happened before and I maybe haven't addressed it. That's where that lack of communication piece comes in. So typically... If I feel that's the case, I'll take it to my journal and I'll write out, okay, when has this happened before? When was there a time where maybe this happened? I didn't speak up. I didn't communicate this to him. Why am I so angry now that it's escalated to a whole nother situation where it really could have been squashed earlier on, right? So since I didn't have my journal, I went to a massage instead. We can say this was more of a meditation. I'm face down. This woman is just absolutely elbows in my head. I'm like, lay it on me, lady, squash it out of me. 
But I realized that at the beginning of our relationship, Austin was football coaching, we mentioned before, and his schedule was so demanding. It was so chaotic. I had to constantly alter my schedule, which I'm not going to lie, you guys, was incredibly busy. I was launching another platform. I had a million things going on. It was hectic and it was difficult, but he had no room for wiggle room. And I am the one that owns my own business. So I could navigate my schedule around his, but there still were times where I remember I went over to his house because we only got to see each other on Thursday nights for like an hour because we also lived an hour apart. So there was a little bit of distance travel on top of two people with very busy schedules. And I found that I always had to be the one to, you know, move my schedule around because I wanted to see him because he was important because he was a priority. There was no question to ask. And I knew he would do that for me if he had the option, but he just didn't. So I realized there were many moments. Oh, I was saying there was one Thursday where it was Shannon's birthday and I ended up having to leave early to drive to Clarksville to see him because if I hadn't, I would not have been able to see him for 10 days or something crazy because he was traveling for an away game and then I was traveling and I got there and I was really upset because I'm like, hey, this sucks. I am really jumping through a lot of hoops for you. And I just hope that you know, you would do the same for me or this relationship means as much to you. You know, sometimes when you're doing the big things, you're like, I just need a little bit of validation that you're in this with me and I'm not just making this so easy for you because I know I have to reorganize my schedule in order to make this work. So as you guys see, there was like a nine month backstory of me. I realized that was the pattern, right? I was often reorganizing my schedule or canceling plans or things that I needed to do in order to make my relationship with Austin work here's the thing. It was worth it. I would 100% do it again, but you see how now it's a little bit of a trigger point because I felt like I've done that our whole relationship. And I explained that to him because I've realized now that a lot of our relationship, it's just patterning and things looping around. But the faster that you can identify that, and as he said, he's like, okay, I totally understand why that was frustrating to you. Let's communicate better. And let's move forward and not associate our relationship with that past state, right? It's easy for us to live in the past a little bit or to get upset and revert back to that past self. So before I had that conversation, this is one thing that I did. We sat down. I said, hey, I'm still upset. Sorry, I was a brat today. I've gathered my thoughts. I'm now going to present them to you in a way that I hope you know I'm coming from a place of love. I'm coming from a place of finding a solution. I am here to present the situation. You and I are going to work on this together. I'm not attacking you. I'm not breaking up with you. I love you. And here we go. So that's how I bring up things. This is from a place not earlier in the day was I a brat. Yes. This is from the, I step away, I go into observation mode, then I come back and I usually preface the conversation because you never want to go into a conversation with someone with them thinking you're going to break up with them or that it's, this is, you're about to scold them or they've done something wrong, unless maybe they have done something wrong. I I don't know. Every situation is unique, but I find that when you're in the early stage, even a first year or two, 
when you really, really want someone to be 100% open with you, I always want Austin to know that this is a safe place and just a discussion forum. I'm trying to really just lay it all out there. And through this conversation, I landed on an even bigger piece, which was, you know, I told him that when we moved to Florida, I felt a lot more vulnerable because I was leaving my family, my friends, my support system. And I really, really needed, you know, he was my new support system and his family's here. And that's really all I have. And so sometimes when I'm feeling these feelings and he's like, I don't operate from the same emotional scale as you do. And he's kind of like, I don't know what guys do, which is fair because I've done a lot of therapy. I've read all the self-help books. Like I said, you guys, I have that investigator personality where I obsessively research things because I love to have tools in my toolbox. That's why I have a podcast now because I want to teach you guys all the tools. And I want to give you the vocabulary and the verbiage and the questions to ask your partner and you know, allow this podcast to be a reference point. Like, you come home, you talk to your partner, you're like, I listened to this podcast today and here were some questions that got brought up and I would love to discuss this with you. You know, allow me to be your guinea pig for your relationship. Even no matter how small or trivial a situation feels, don't let it fester because this argument lasted from 11 a.m. till midnight and the evening was when we were really able to discuss it. And then it took me to a further place of realizing that I felt frustrated that I do so much, you know, observation. I have all these tools. And like I said, I've read all the books. I'm very well studied, well researched, not to mention I sit with clients all week and do readings and I've gotten really good at understanding energetic patterns. I do believe that's one of my energetic gifts and it's difficult for me because I see how everything's connected. Right. And that's another thing I want to explain to you guys. So when I get upset, and I'm irrational. I'm not always this calm, by the way. Like I'm irrational. I'm a brat. I act out, but I immediately have this check-in moment where I am like, why am I acting out right now? At what point in my life was this my default reactive mode? Because I understand that every single thing is connected and that relationships are our greatest teachers in this lifetime, right? For you to experience love you have to really understand that this person in front of you is a mirror and they're mirroring back the good, the bad, the ugly, the difficulties, the hardship. And sometimes you're triggered. Sometimes it's really positive. Austin brings out so much good in me. I would like to say we bring out really, really beautiful aspects of each other, but you just learn a lot through relationships. You learn a lot about yourself, about your partner and understanding that that's why we are having this human experience and in partnership and in relationship, it is meant to be a learning lesson sort of takes the emotional charge out of it for me. I don't feel like he's personally attacking me or I'm attacking him. But with all that being said, I have this great understanding and I really, really see patterning. That's been a new conversation that's come up for us in our relationship that I'm constantly working on myself. I go to therapy. I I started going to therapy because I wanted to be the best version of me for Austin. I knew that things had come up 
in past relationships, in multiple relationships, I had seen the same things with multiple partners. And I realized, hey, that's a me issue, okay? When you're experiencing the same argument over and over, could be with the same partner, could be with a different partner, that's now become a me issue. And I need to work on that in private and then come back and bring it to the table, right? So I recognized for this past month, a similar argument that's been coming up with Austin and I is that there hasn't been direct communication and he feels like he needs to read my mind. (laughs) So, you know, we're like, okay, got it. But that's going to be one of your biggest indicators of arguments. Is this resurfacing? Are we having the same argument? Because there's a pattern. I can see patterns because I can read all types of energy. So I just really can quickly identify within myself. Like this is a point of frustration. This has happened to me somewhere before. If this is a trigger point, this has happened to me before. I've been cheated on in the past. So I, you know, sometimes something might trigger me, but I can very quickly identify that this is a completely different relationship. If there is one thing with Austin, we are fiercely loyal to each other. We're just very devoted to each other. So I know that if I ever have like a intrusive thought that's coming from a past relationship and I'm just very objective and I can see those patterns. Currently, an an issue that I'm working through with Austin is that I have this, I don't know, this gift to see energy and I can trace it back to an argument you know, maybe I've had like the passive aggressiveness is a way that I acted as a child with, you know, my parents. Like I would ignore them if they upset me. Well, I find myself doing that in partnership, right? But I have awareness that that's a pattern and I'm working on it. First thing, awareness. Second thing, once you can kind of track back the route, it's a little easier to go, oh, oh, that's silly, right? Because our brains are literally, we are computer. I want you guys to know that we are a computer from the first 14 years of our life. Any situation with a caregiver is essentially the first massive relationship of our life. And we act a certain way. We're triggered by things and our little computer brains are writing that data, that software. And then the rest of our life, we're kind of, you know, as we get older, we're kind of formulated And then we're just acting on autopilot when we get triggered or we get upset. We sort of revert back to this younger version of self. You might realize that when you like go home for Thanksgiving or something and you realize you're acting like, you know, you're 12 again. You're like, whoa, it's because we still have these programs that are old and out of date. I am constantly updating my programs because I want to be the best version of me for internet for the internet, for social media, people that follow me. I want to teach them. I want to help them. I want to be the best partner to Austin, the best daughter, the best sister, the best, you know, role model that I could be for Zane, for everyone in my life. But that's like my commitment in this lifetime. And not everyone is is that obsessively into researching self-help as I am. And I understand that. But I am in this place with Austin where I really want him to understand some of his patterning and he sometimes will avoid feelings or emotion. I find most men are like that. And just understanding where does that come from? You know, where, and these are the questions that you could maybe ask your partner if they struggle. And I'm not just targeting Austin. I think a lot of people just struggle with connecting with their emotions. I have in the past. 
I've gotten better and I'm working on it every single day. But just asking your partner, you know, what was your parents' relationship like? What relationships have been modeled around you? Where do you think you're drawing information from? You know, where do you, do you remember a time when you were really frustrated and how did you act then? Because Austin often feels that he doesn't remember a lot of this patterning that I reference. And so that was kind of a big part of our argument was that I was like, I'm working on myself. I'm before I come to you, before we get into an argument, I'm running it through these filters. I'm checking it with myself. I'm journaling. I'm getting observational, but what are you doing on your end? Is there, you know, something that you can do that makes you a little more objective or run this through filters? And he, this is new to him, right? So I think that my biggest takeaway was, I saw a TikTok this week, you guys, and she was saying that people and relationships, you can always make it work if you're committed to working on yourself and doing the work as individuals, and you're committed to doing the work in the relationship. And she said, it was Gala Darling, who I really like her. She's the EFT tapping queen. You guys got to look her up. She's got hot pink hair. She's super funky, but... She said she felt often, besides scenarios where abuse is involved, because absolutely walk away, that's a no, but in anything else, people in relationships can give up too easy because they're not committed to doing the work on the relationship and the, the work as an individual. And I am a huge advocate that the work as the individual is massive because you need the ability to understand your own emotions fully before you can really understand yourself in a partnership. That's why I always tell people, I'm like, it's so amazing to be single. I am so grateful for my time of singleness before I met Austin because I really learned and studied all of this. But I'm at a place where I'm challenging Austin a little bit to get familiar with this vocabulary and understanding patterning and why he is the way he is and what makes him feel uncomfortable and talking about certain things maybe feels foreign to him. And that's okay. Maybe that's why we're together. Actually, I really do think that's why we're together. I think that I have really brought out a lot of, I challenge him, <laughs> bringing up questions, forcing him to look at his emotions, even when he doesn't want to, playing the we are not really strangers game and asking him questions. It's a trivia game where you ask your partner questions to really get to know them. But I think if you haven't done these things or understand that our emotions are so connected to our past, then it's difficult to really set your relationship up for success, for longevity in the future, because sometimes we just act out and we're on autopilot and our subconscious is running the show. We're not consciously creating a partnership because I really do believe you can manifest anything within a relationship as partners. So essentially the consensus of all of this was we're going to work on our direct communication. And I challenged Austin this week to learn a little bit more about limiting beliefs and the subconscious mind and emotional patterns and behaviors and where they come from. And that way we won't feel like we're speaking two different languages when we're having an argument because that's kind of how I felt. I realized like, oh, we're speaking two different languages right now. He 
hasn't spent the last three years. Poor guy. Bless his heart. He's been coaching and grinding his face off. Barely, I mean, pretty much in survival mode, you know, working 4 a.m. to 8 p.m. He hasn't had time to do all this exploration like I have. And I know I am very well researched and studied. And he's just, he's like, it doesn't come that easy to me. And I'm trying and I'm learning and I'm giving him grace. But it's just understanding that everyone comes from a completely different background and perspective. And the relationship, there's like the initial attraction and magnetic or magnetism. But then when you're like, okay, I really want to set this relationship up for success, you have to start asking yourself the deep questions. Like, where am I not looking? Where Where is something that I really need to process? Where is a place in our relationship where we can support each other better? How can we communicate better? Is there a fight that's resurfacing? When do you feel connected to me? So how do you recover from a fight? What is your bounce back rate? That's probably going to be the last thing that I talk about today is your bounce back rate. Every time we have an argument or something come up, I have immediately go into, okay, how can we turn this into a solution? How can we bounce back quicker? So how can we go from having a 12-hour day of turmoil to having a one-hour day, a two-hour day? Maybe I need to step away for a little bit, come back, whatever. How can we make that bounce back rate quicker instead of sitting in it, staying in it, me being passive-aggressive? Austin sometimes can be a little emotionally avoidant. (laughs) We're not perfect, but we're working on it, and we address the things, and that way we bounce back quicker. How can you make your bounce back rate faster? And I think you should introduce that terminology to a partner. How can we be solution oriented and work together as a team? That was what Austin said when I asked him, if you could describe our relationship in one word, what would it be? And he said, we are a unit. We are a unit. We are always, we are a team. I feel like we have navigated some pretty crazy situations that life just threw at us, like things outside of our control. And we just took it in strides and we are, we're homies. Like we have each other's back. And so, you know, really seeing any problem as we're going to team up and tackle this problem together and we're going to bounce back faster. So I'm going to leave that with you guys. Thanks for coming to my TED Talk. I'm literally wearing my headset right now. I'm I'm just recording in my voice memos app on my phone. I just wanted to go through this. So awesome. I'd have to go through this argument again on the podcast of us together. (laughs) I think he's tapped out on talking about emotions for the day, which I don't blame him. Honestly, it can be kind of draining, but. We always come out stronger. We always come out more unified. And I love him. And I love you guys. And I hope this brought some clarity on maybe taking some action steps when you feel upset or navigating a relation, navigating an argument in a relationship. If you felt like this episode was helpful, send it to a partner, a loved one, a relative. 
anyone who needs a little bit of terminology, tools, things to talk about, I am here. I would love, love, love to hear any feedback. You guys, if you have something you would like to hear more about, I'm always here. I love to talk about relationships and any ways I can help make your life easier. I'm yours. Thanks for coming to class, you guys. AG University, like, comment, subscribe, all the things. Leave a review if you feel called, if it feels aligned. And as always, you can subscribe to my newsletter at the link in my bio. It's a free newsletter. That's where you can join my wait list. And I actually open up monthly reading slots to do energy work, Akashic Records, which is future casting and soul's purpose alignment. You could do a one-on-one with me. That's in the link in my bio. And it only, only, only goes out in that newsletter. I never share booking appointments on Instagram or TikTok. Someone keeps impersonating me. You guys, I will never DM you. This newsletter is my sacred space. And anything outside of that is an imposter. Please report them. They typically block me, so I can't ever see them. But (laughs) anyways, I love you. Thanks for coming to class. Thanks for hanging. Thanks for chatting. See you soon.